Hey guys, welcome into Something Like Therapy. On today's episode, Jess and I are talking about people pleasing. Are you a people pleaser? Do you not know how to say no to people? Do you let people kind of walk all over you? Well, stick around. Maybe you'll find out as me and Jess go through some bullet points on signs that you may be a pesky people pleaser. So hopefully you enjoy the show and let's go. guys welcome into something like therapy oh man we just uh we're running late everything was late this morning but we still got it in we got our our workout in we did our new um yoga meditation uh what's it called again kundalini kundalini (laughs) um we started doing that this week so we were able to stay consistent and got it in today too so we feel good. We feel energized, and we're ready to do another conversation, do another episode with you guys. So, real quick on the Kundalini, if you aren't necessarily a fan of yoga and all its crazy twist turn type of stretches, give Kundalini a try because it's a lot more gentle, and it helps a lot with like breath work. So, it's pretty awesome. I I fell in love with it when I was introduced to it. So. I'm excited to like learn more about it because yeah. I think it's a more, it's it's more, it's easier to do than yoga. Yoga is like, I mean, Kundalini is like a form of, of meditation and yoga, but I don't know. Yoga, you got to have some kind of extra joint or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just exactly. maybe I'm just, I don't consider myself a person that isn't crazy flexible, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't obviously know anything about it till Jess told me, and um, she convinced me by saying it, it, like she mentioned, it helps with breathing and breath work, which that is like the practice to get you ready to do the ice bath stuff. So I want to start doing that, um, and you have to really know like how to breathe when you do ice bath. So um, I have no interest in that, but yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> I want to learn worry. how to breathe. Maybe we'll film it and put it on our. <laughs> our page yeah you do that um so anyways we got it all in and we are good to go we have our waters we ate our snack so we're in for the long haul um i guess first things first we want to address our would you rather question we posted last week um we did get some responses to the hundreds and thousands that responded (laughs) i know you guys are on the edge of your seat for us to begin (laughs) discussing it so um to reiterate so that maybe those that didn't catch it Um, the question was posed, would you rather be able to take back anything you say or... No, no, no. Uh, oh wait, is it? Yes, I'm Oh yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I'm (laughs) sorry. Would you rather be able to take back anything you say or be able to hear any conversation that is about you? So like, I don't know where you'd just be sitting there and like know that these two people are talking about you. So, um, so we did get, I'm glad when I saw that we did get responses you know pro for for both sides so that we actually have a conversation to talk about but um, we did get some that would rather take back what you what they said and we did get some that uh, would want to hear every conversation about them so i'll let you go first on what you responded and your reasoning oh okay my response would be um take back what i said i think (laughs) there's been a lot of times and 
situations where I walked away with the foot in my mouth, like, dang, why did I say that? Like, <laughs> so I, I've had just many times where I wish I could just take something back. And plus, it'd be cool because like if you ever said something and then like it was just wrong or like you know you you know those times when like you say something you're like oh my god as soon as I said it I knew like damn yeah. I messed up or I shouldn't have said that. Um, you could always take it back, erase yeah. it from the memory of existence, yeah. <laughs> existence's memory, kind of and then say the right slate. thing. Yeah, probably be so. dangerous though because I probably would say a lot of crap and then I'd be like, <laughs> like I can just take it, I just, say that. just get it off just your get chest, it off my be able chest. to like, tell someone off, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and then I'll just wipe it down, you know. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I to me, like the reason I didn't, I don't, I don't want to know what people say about me because it's like everyone has an opinion. We all have an opinion of each other. We all see each other in different ways, and I don't know. I think it's kind of dangerous to yeah. tap into people's minds like that. Like, well, I don't it's, know. Yeah, because it made me think of um, what was the last uh, Ralph breaks the internet record, Ralph, uh-huh. where they she what was it like? Don't ever read the comments. No, oh, don't yeah. read the comments because <laughs> it's like you go down that rabbit hole. Once you start like hearing what people think of you. You're never going to please anyone. And especially if you're someone that kind of segues into our subject today, a people pleaser, um, (laughs) you know, you're going to get hurt and you're going to get offended and you're going to get angry. So I think by knowing, like hearing every conversation when someone is talking about you, like, yeah, of course, the times where it's good, like, oh my gosh, yeah, Derek is so amazing and he's great. Like, okay, yeah, that would make me like obviously happy and stuff. But then if I heard conversations where they're like saying negative, negative stuff about me, it would like be on my mind all day and like, well, why yeah. do they think that? Or what did I do? So it really is just a waste of like your energy. Like you don't, I mean, you you need to kind of care, I guess, what you're putting out to the world, but to a very small extent because yeah. you're, you're going to do you. Like you do you no matter what. And, you know, whatever people think, if they agree with you and they like you, cool. If they don't and they think you're garbage, then, well, whatever. That's their opinion. Yeah. You know? Well, um, I couple we actually he only got like three responses guys no, it was hundreds maybe oh yeah thousands. you're right i'm sorry but only three were very important so we'll just you know <laughs> three were just the most we had important an argument ones. for both sides so then we we're like okay cool <laughs> uh so i think uh about 75 percent of the votes <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> 75% of the votes were they want to hear what people are saying. Yeah. And the other was to take back what they say. And so, but one of the points that they made, one of the the individuals that voted was um, that she would want to know who's worth her time, who's worth having around. Yeah, not to waste her To her not energy, waste yeah. her time, which is, I mean, I, it's yeah, it, it's, it's a valid argument. It's understandable. And I do think that if we, because I think, I don't know, everybody has an opinion of someone, um, but I think certain opinions can probably make or break a relationship or a friendship. Um, you know, and I think in that sense, I understand why this person would want to know because yeah, at that point you realize that you probably have a lot of toxic people in your life that Hmm. you really don't need people that really don't wish the best for you or you know, that instead of maybe in person they're rooting and behind your back, they're just like completely hoping that you fail, you know? So, yeah, I guess that's understandable. You could use it for that, you know, yeah. with that special power to get rid of people that, yeah. you know, you don't want in your lives. So. But I do, I, I do want to say, I don't know, for me, I feel like listening or hearing other people's opinions of you, even if they're good, 
I feel like it can also become almost like a weight or something that you have to live up to someone's expectation. Mm -hmm. You know, like if someone thinks like, oh, you're man, like I think you're amazing. You're so smart. You're so talented. And now I'm kind of living up to that, that bar that they've set, you know, and I'm like, that could be kind of dangerous too, because now you're, you're trying to maintain that opinion or trying to keep up with, you know, the way that person sees you. And you don't want to show your flaws. Yeah, you stop right? living for yourself and you, you start, everything you do is for others. Yeah. So, and again, like someone like myself who <laughs> really does like external praise, um, I could kind of probably be persuaded to want to like hear everyone's conversation. Cause like, yeah, it might suck for the ones that don't like me, but I will get like double strength <laughs> from hearing the, <laughs> the praise or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, that kind of. That's interesting. We didn't set it up like that, but yeah, it kind of does, you know, transition over pretty well to what we're talking about. So yeah, definitely it it does. Um, Today we are going to be discussing people pleasing. Um, I know that is a, I guess that would be considered like a personality trait. If you're a people pleaser, or is that just I, like a, I don't know, what is hmm. it? <laughs> it's just a way people I, are, I, I guess. I don't want to say, okay, I don't want to say that a people pleaser is a personality personality trait. I think it's a trauma response. I know that's yeah. just me and my, you oh, know, crazy mind. Going but... all Freudian already. Gosh. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I really do think it's a trauma yeah, response for is. sure. Because... Think, yeah, you know, because people are like, you know, like, oh, that, like, we always talk about it. Um, you know, our son always talks about like, oh, alpha male, like alpha male, alpha male. Like the reason why they're alpha males and then non-alpha males, like, yeah, I think it really is a response to how you grew up, the environment mm-hmm. you grew up in, who raised you, things you saw. Um, and it's not like, it doesn't necessarily mean alpha male. You can be like an alpha female. What is their word? What's the word for, what's the... <laughs> I think it's just alpha. It's just alpha in general. Just an yeah. alpha. Um, so yeah, I, I think you're right. Like it really is a response to trauma or like, again, your, your upbringing, your, upbringings, but, your yeah. experiences. So, yeah, for um, sure. But today, yeah, we're going to go through, Jessica found this really cool article on people pleasing and like, um, I think it was like 10 signs that you are a people pleaser sort of thing. Um, so yeah, we're kind of go through well, each one the, of those. Who's yeah. the biggest people pleaser oh, out I, of all of us. I, I, <laughs> I mean, out of both of us. Yeah, that's, I'm. Come on. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, you know what, though? I'm, <laughs> it's... I'm realizing that there's so many different ways that you can fall in, under this oh, for category sure. Even of if you, people like, pleasing. Like, you may think, like myself, I went into it like, oh, no, I, I know for sure I'm a people pleaser. And then there might be the opposite of someone that's like, no, I'm not. Like, mm. I, I am about myself. I'm actually kind of greedy with things and blah, blah, blah. But then you like hear them or you read, you know, what the article had to say and you're just like, oh, I guess I can mm-hmm. kind of be like that. I mean, everyone is a little bit of something, um, some more yeah. than others. We all but, have tendencies. Um, yeah, exactly. But so. there is a very interesting article that are, that I came upon and it was talking about the dark side of people pleasing. And I really can't wait to get into that because we always think like people pleasing, someone that's just kind of always trying to move around other people, you know, trying not to, not yeah. to stir any, you're any... putting others first instead yeah. of yourself. Yeah. And there is actually another side to people pleasing. Oh, there's, yeah. There's and... manipulative people oh, that for sure. Pretend... Okay. Well, not... Before we get ahead yeah. of ourselves, before we get ahead of ourselves. So number one, so we're going to cover each one. We'll try to 
you know. You know, talk about each bullet point, give yeah. some examples, say how we're like that or we know someone like that or, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. So if so. you see any of these in, within yourself, maybe Yeah, some as, notes. exactly. <laughs> as we go through them, maybe kind of pause it or something and be like, hmm, is that yeah. kind of me or has yeah. that ever described me? Okay. So number one, you pretend to agree with everyone. So um, pretend to, to agree or actually you agree? Pretend. Well, pretend because... I guess, yeah, if you don't yeah. really. Okay. Because if I you get, have a different opinion, yeah. Worded. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's kind of probably the very common one where you're just like, do you want to go over here? Sure. Yeah. Do you, do you want to maybe, can we move this to that? Yeah, sure, that's fine. Even though it's like, okay, like, yeah. Uh, a lunch day. We're going to meet on Tuesday at 3. It's like, okay, I moved everything around to make it for Tuesday at 3. And then they're just like last minute like, oh, you think we just move it to... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No, yeah. that's fine. Knowing in the back of your head, you're like, oh my God, I literally have to do this and that's not going to work, but whatever, <laughs> just tell me. Well, I'll give you the quick little example of what it says. Listening politely to other people's opinions, even when you disagree, is a good social skill. But, pre- pre- ugh, but pretending to agree... Just because you want to be liked can cause you to engage in behavior that goes against your values. Hmm. Mm. So, for me, this has been a huge struggle ever since we've um, have been going through like our deconversion and deconstruction. I've have found myself in conversations where people bring up still bring up religion or or even like with politics, you know, because it's just it's kind of a big thing. Um, when you're in the whole Christian walking group and all that, um, you find yourself just kind of going along with it, you know, and, and you almost want to, I, I'll speak for myself, but I've have almost kind of forced myself to agree with or to believe something that I truly don't 100% agree with, you know, and in that process, I have lost myself, you know, because then I really don't even know, like, oh my gosh, like, wait, do I really believe that? Do I really think that, you know? And so, yeah. And I, I love what it says that, you know, it's listening is a it's a great social skill, but just because you listen to someone and you give someone that space to, to talk does not mean you agree and you have every right just the way you give that person the space and time to express themselves you have the right to do the same but as a people pleaser i feel like i would kind of just suppress that and i just like i would try to fit into their opinion yeah and people would do that to again like you said agree with someone maybe they don't want to damage or bruise the the friendship or relationship you have with that person um i think it's like even more so when you get into things like you know church or a group or a team or whatever like whatever setting that you're in um this kind of goes to like the whole people don't you know people fear not being a part of a group when you're a part of a group you're safe you know safety in numbers and all that so if you're around a bunch of people that think uh, a certain way Maybe you just agree because you're just like, I'm scared to disagree because I don't mm-hmm. want to be kicked out or I don't want to be looked upon. Um, so, yeah, I could I could understand why, you know, you know, even if you're not a people pleaser, like by doing that just for fear, again, of being pointed out. But yeah, we just we, we just want to fit in. Yeah. You know, we just Everyone we don't want to be the outsider. We don't want to be the weird one. that's just like, oh, yeah. that's how you think. Like, you know, we don't we don't want to do that. So, yeah. All right. Number two, you feel responsible for how other people feel. Um, I'll give you the the yeah. the uh, 
example, it's healthy to rec recognize how behavioral behavior influences others. But thinking you have the power to make someone happy is a problem. It is up to each individual to be in charge of their own emotions. Um, this is a huge one for me as someone that considers themselves an, um, an empath. I cannot stand being around someone that is like feeling uncomfortable or upset. Like it's makes me really uncomfortable and I take it upon myself that I need to make them feel better or I need to make them like happy or I need to raise their, their, their vibration, you know, because it's making me uncomfortable. So that's something that I know that I struggled with and I'm still, I'm, I'm a lot better now. I, I have been around people that have, you know, are either grieving or, or going through a loss or whatever, divorce, like uncomfortable situations. And I, before in the past, I would run away from that. I'd be like, I don't, I don't have anything yeah. to do with that. Um, but then I took the other approach where I would run to them now with thinking that I have to go and fix them. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, and I mean, honestly, I at least I would say that it's in no way bad. Like, if you're someone that is like, I just really like doing things for people, I really want to like help people. Like, if someone's feeling down, I want to make them happy. If you know, whatever I can do to like cheer them up and bring up their spirits, that that's not bad. That's you're a good person. Like, it, the, it gets um, toxic is where you put that burden where it's like, mm -hmm. I have to do that. I have to be the person that brings them up. I, you know, if someone's sad, like I have to find out what's wrong. What, what did someone do? What did I do? What happened? Let me, let me see if I can fix this. Let me see if I can help mm -hmm. you. Let me see if I can give you some therapy, like whatever. Like when you begin to like feel that you have to do it instead of like, I, I enjoy doing it and this is what I like doing for people. But you know, when that turns into, I have to, it's, that's where it can become bad. I yeah. think. And um, I think it, at that point, then, uh, it becomes a very self-centered behavior where yeah. it's not even about the person anymore. You know, yeah, it's not exactly. even about what they're going through. It's not about being there, just being present mm -hmm. for this person, this individual. Um, now you're just like, Oh, here it's comes freaking I need to fulfill. Savior yeah. Jessica and I have to fix this and I have to make it right. And it's like, it's not a, your, it's not your job. Yeah. And then you begin, you, know? you begin, you get angry when you're just like, well, let me help you. And they're just like, no, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like, no, like, let me help you. Like, yeah. stop it. Let me, it's like let this me fix God this. complex yeah, all of a sudden. exactly. You well, know, it's your job. It's your duty. And it's not. It's not. Sure. And honestly, there's a lot of room for resentment there. Um, yeah. you know, because now it's like, well, I did this for you. Why aren't you happy? Why aren't you like, why, why yeah, are you I've so done sad? everything I can for you? And yet you're still yeah. not happy. Like I didn't ask you to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, number three, you apologize often. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. <laughs> Dude, that, I, I literally catch myself like ever since, cause we brought this up before and oh my God, it, like as much as I say the word like, or um, when I'm talking, I apologize. I dude, if you know me and we've had conversations or next time we have a conversation, just in the back of your head, see how many times I say sorry. Cause I, I, I thought about the other day when I was waiting and I was doing like a block or whatever. And some guy came up to me randomly and was like, Hey bro, you don't happen to smoke cigarettes. Do you? And I was like, no man, I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> He was like, it's okay. <laughs> even like his oh, response was like, his, even uh, his response was like, why are you apologizing? <laughs> like, you don't smoke cigarettes. That's fine. That's but it's funny. like, it literally, it's like, it's like breathing for me. Like, oh, I'm sorry. 
Oh, what? I'm sorry. Like, I just, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. Tick. I actually don't struggle with this one. I don't think you've I... ever said sorry to me. <laughs> Shut up. No, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't struggle with this one. Um, Yo, I'm sorry. And I think nothing. it's a bad thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's more of because I, maybe it's my pride, you know, where I'm like, I'm not sorry for that. I'm not sorry for what I said. You just but... hit me with your car, though. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have been standing there. But see, that's why I chose to take things back. Because then I don't even got <laughs> yeah, to apologize. I don't have to apologize. I just take that shit back. It never happened. <laughs> Maybe we move to number whatever the next one so you don't seem like a horrible person. See, we all got our things we need to work on. <laughs> Um, well, let me read the, did I, did I read the explanation? No, I don't think so. I did it, right? It says, whether you excessively blame yourself or fear other people are always blaming you, frequent apologies can be a sign of a bigger problem. Oh, see, I don't got that many problems. You don't have to be sorry for being you. Yeah, I, that's, <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know whatever I have to do to work on that, but that's one for sure. So Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, we all have our things that we need to work on, but I think it, it is... It is a matter of just being unapologetic for who you are, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's and, things you can be sorry about, like, yeah, obviously no, where course. you should be sorry for it. And there's, you know, like I said, the times when people ask you for something, it's like something that you had no control over. There you and go. And it's like, why am I sorry for this? I think like, that's it. That's exactly, you just, you literally, like, nailed right. it. It's whatever you, whatever you don't have control yeah. over for, you don't need to apologize, you know, exactly. because it's just, I can't apologize for having brown eyes. Yeah. You know, like I can't apologize for only being five feet, <laughs> you know, um, I feel like somebody should answer for that, but <laughs> universe, you're going to have to give me an answer. Right? What's going on. All right. So next one, uh, where we, okay. We're on number four. You feel burdened by the things you have to do. You're in charge of how you spend your time, but you are a people please. Oh, I'm sorry. But if you are a people pleaser, there's a good chance your schedule is filled with activities that you think other people want you to do. Oh, this was, this was us to that, the max. That like, me, remember when we were talking? Yeah, like back in the day when we would yeah. talk about that. When I would say like from Parenthood, Steve Martin's like, my whole life is have to. And she was like, that's you. And you I'm like, I know. Say that. You do I, say I, that. Yes, because I kind of feel like for every little thing, like okay. We have a beautiful new puppy that we love and gives us so much joy. And it's just like, she wakes us up in the middle of the morning like, oh, God, I have to go feed her. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, she's pup. Like, what do you want her to do? She's she can't like, feed herself. But like, see, okay, this is why about maybe, mm, probably like when COVID kind of happened, <clears throat> we found ourselves like, obviously, we couldn't go see people. We couldn't really do things. So we didn't have to say no. We didn't have to like explain why we couldn't go places. Like it was kind of great. It was kind of freaking awesome, <laughs> right? Like I mean, granted, we miss our friends, we miss people, you know, our family. It was very hard to not see our family, but it was nice because we to always not like, have to make excuses, right? We always felt. Remember, we would talk about like the burden of like if anytime the family was even gonna have a barbecue, like it was always at our house, like, yeah, because you know, just it just exactly. is what it is. But but. You know. Then you realize that you have the power to do that without being in quarantine. You know, you have the power to say, hey, this holiday, we kind of just wanted it to, we just want it to be us. This, you know, this time, this, whatever, whatever it is. Um, 
We just want it to be something intimate with just us and our family, you know? And it became something that we didn't realize that we had the power to do in the past until we were kind of forced to do it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think little by little, we started to see that we didn't have to do anything that was... Okay. I don't want to say that you shouldn't ever do things for other people because it's just a nice thing to do. You know, yes. Sometimes you, I mean, holidays, you can't have every single year not have family around because it's just not, I don't know, it's not healthy, you know. But if you are in a place where you cannot, you don't have the mental capacity to entertain someone or to, to be there for that person then it's better to just say, hey, right now, I'm not able to keep up with that. You know, I'm not able to be a host to you or I'm not able to go see you because I'm just not in the in the right state of mind to be present. You know, I think this whole bullet point or whatever is solved with the the whole thing. What was it like you talked about or read articles on it where it's like, you know, use your no's and yeses wisely Mm -hmm. or, you know, so, yeah, yeah, like. Say no when you really Mm -hmm. don't. You can't. And, you know, yes when you should. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. It's like use use your no's firmly and your yeses wisely. Yeah. You know, because it's it's true. Um, This is one of the reasons why we have have lost a lot of friendships in the last maybe two years because we couldn't keep up with that many people. Like, I don't... People that have freaking more than three really close friends i don't know how they freaking do it like i seriously i don't know because it's very hard to have real quality time with with that many people you know you're spreading Um, yourself way too thin way too thinly you know and nothing bad about if you want to have a lot of friends that's perfectly fine but you know set the correct expectations Mm -hmm. on on how that is and it's like you know you can't be everyone's best friend. You know, you have to, yeah. like, you have to choose, you know, if you want to have a bunch of, like, acquaintances and stuff, but, you know, you choose your inner circle, or you should choose your inner circle wisely, where it's just like, I only have a very small amount of people that I consider yeah. very, very close to and, like, share things with, you know? Yeah, because honestly, you know, and we, <clears throat> we kind of keep saying this, um, it's, you, you only have so much energy, you know, you don't yeah, create you, energy. Yeah, think of yourself as a rechargeable battery, and when yeah. it goes low, you have to recharge. You yeah, know? you know, and you, you can't create energy, you only have so much in your tank, and once it's gone, it's gone, Yeah. you know, and then after that, people are just kind of getting leftovers. Exactly. So, you have to really be careful with who you're giving your time to. Yeah. And, you know... Yeah, so, all right, next one, which kind of falls into this, you can't say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we literally you just covered that. No. Like, yeah. choose your nose wise, or firmly say your nose. And yeah, all that, so. exactly. Um, but it's true, it's, like, yeah, there's times where I've gotten into, like, dilemmas where, you know, people ask me to do things, and it's like, I told them both yes. Like, well, why would you do that? <laughs> like, you literally, and it's like, yeah, you may physically have the time. Like, well, right after that, then I can go do that. But it's like... You, do, do you but really want to really, do that, yeah. though? Like, you're not going to have any time for yourself, and you're just like, you know, it's too much. And then because it comes into the always wanting to, like, make someone happy and please them, like, oh, I didn't want to tell them no, so, you yeah. know, I said I could do this. But it's like, no, just and then be again, firm. It, again, it's just, it leaves so much room for resentment. Well, yeah. Because now leaves. you show up at the second person's house all pissed off, I'm like, I have to be here and I have to do this. No, you don't have to do shit. You didn't have to tell them yes. You didn't have to say, you know, you know, what time do you want me there? Like, sometimes we like oversell ourselves, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be the 
best friend ever and I'm going to be present in every single moment when you're not. You, yeah. you can't. And it makes you can't, it, you know. It's awkward and bad for the other person that asked you because, like, you show up and... Especially if you're someone that shows up and just like, yeah, well, I had to do this this morning, then I'm so tired, then right after this I have to go do that. It kind of makes, like, if I was a person that asked, I'd have been like, well, then why the fuck did you come? Why did you say yes? Then just, you shouldn't have just not come and just told me. I would rather have you not come and, yeah. uh, from, and you know, if I needed help. Well, I'm, I'm going to go into the next one because it literally, like, we're kind of going down <laughs> yeah, the list right? pretty quickly. So I think we are pretty bad people pleasers. Well, we're recovering <laughs> we're recovering people pleasers, okay? Because this is stuff we used to do in the past, and we're working on it. I wear my patch every morning and chew my gum <laughs> to not be a people pleaser. <laughs> Getting over this. My name is Derek. I'm a people pleaser. Yep. Um, okay, number six. You feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I've already told you, Nick. I don't know why we laugh at every single because one Because it's just sort of like, so I don't, like when you say something obvious, like... <laughs> But it's I wish so, you guys could see his face. Uh, well, and it, you know, again, because we always swore to you guys we were going to be completely transparent and honest with this. I have told no Jess. Said we're freaking professionals. <laughs> I've told Jess many times, like, I suffer from this with my marriage with her and my relationship with her because, you know, there will be times where, like, every, you know, I'm say every morning, but a lot of mornings I'll wake up and I'm like, okay, is she, like... Did something happen? Like, is she mad at me? Like, what happened? And Jessica's not a morning person, so I get this probably every morning where she just seems Sometimes like she's I'm upset. Sometimes I'm not an evening person. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not a day person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and it's always in the back of my head, like, okay, what did I do? What should I do? Like, let me look busy. Let me, like, do this for her. Like, and it's just, again, like, I'm... Mm-hmm. I, she's not even mad at me and then you know the times where I actually do mess up and she's mad, really mad at me for and I know the reason then it's even more so of going into this like let me just you can take the air out of my lungs I will give it to you I don't care yeah. Um, but yeah like it's even worse again when you know one she's upset at something else completely or she's just not even upset and I'm just like oh my god I have to like what did I do I, I can't stand it I can't stand it and you know <laughs> And then separate, too, like, not even with my wife, but just with friendships, with, you know, former bosses, whatever. It's just like, I don't want them to be mad at me, so let me let me pull out my hair and run myself rampant just so that they can, like, you know, th- you know not be upset at me. Yeah. But a lot of the times, they'll find out, like, they weren't going to get mad either way, you know, just yeah. be honest with them or whatever. So That goes back to, to bullet point, too. It's your responsibility to make exactly. someone happy. That, that you know? exactly coincides yeah. with that one, too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I think sometimes, too, when when you, you fall under this category of a people pleaser, you know, and you become uncomfortable when someone's upset or angry, um, I feel like there, there, there's times where someone knows that you have that tendency to, to get uncomfortable with people that are just being human. In, in you know having an emotion of anger or sadness or whatever people will tend to kind of not show their genuine selves um, because they don't want to make you now uncomfortable you know so I think it gives a lot of um, it's too much too much it gives an opportunity for someone to not really be genuinely who they are or or just who what they're feeling express what they're feeling because now you're trying to perform for them to make them happy or to please them yeah you know so now it's like this whole you're not being yourself they're not being themselves because now they're just like well i don't want to burden burden them with you know with 
whatever hmm. it is that I'm going through because they're going to take it personal. Yeah, right. And, you know, so it's, it's, it is dangerous, you know. And as far as, like, um, in our relationship, you and I, you know, yeah, I, I can I can be, you can ask my son, he'll say the same thing. Like, I can tend to be a moody person. And no. <laughs> Not you, baby. Uh, I just, you know, that's, that's another topic. <laughs> Anyways. For another day. Um, so that's something I have to work on also, you know, because I know, knowing the type of person that you are, and I don't think this is me necessarily being a people pleaser. I think this is just me being considerate of you, knowing, you know, knowing that you do that you're very sensitive to how I'm feeling. Um, that's something that I need to work on where I don't have to carry that, whatever it is that I might be going through and carry it on my sleeve 24 seven for you to, to now be exposed to it. Yeah. And you know, so yeah, <clears throat> I, I think, but what, what this bullet point is trying to, to make is that not, you need to have enough self-awareness or you need to have enough self-discipline to not be affected by other people's emotions, situations, you know, opinions. We need to kind of bring it in and have enough confidence within ourselves that you don't have to take on other people's burdens. You can just be there and it's okay. It doesn't mean that you don't care doesn't mean that you're being dismissive. It just means that you're not going to let that affect you to the point where now you're joining that person's pity party. Yeah, because just being a human being, being a person, you are without any influence or impact from others around you, you are already in the span of a 24-hour day going to go from highs and lows to happy feelings and sad feelings and like concerned and like all these things. I mean, even just your hormones too, like going up and down, like it's just, you know, if you're hungry or whatever, like you're already going to go through all this stuff. Then to allow other people's, all the stuff that they're now going through to then affect what your emotions, like that's just too much. Like you, it's hard enough time to control your own stuff. And we continue with the smooth transition. Number (laughs) seven, you act like the people around you. Uh, yeah Um, this is the whole yeah i'm I'm a chameleon you know sort of thing where now again you well let me uh, let me read this this real quick because i think it it just gives a little more clarity to it but it's normal for other people to bring out different sides of your personality but people god guys i can't freaking talk but people pleasers often tend to um, sabotage their goals Studies show that people pleasers engage in self-destructive behavior if they think it will help others feel more comfortable in social situations. For example, people pleasers eat more when they think when they think it would make other uh, other people feel happy. We just talked um, about this when we were looking um, last week when we were looking up this topic, and Derek was kind of like, "I don't get it. I don't, you know, why, why would you eat more?" And I I, I gave the example of like. It's like when you go to, you know, let's say you're you're dating someone new and and you go to meet, you know, their parents and the mom makes this just awesome, delicious meal, but you're already really full, but you don't want to make her feel bad and she's offering you more. And now you're just like, damn, I'm going to freaking blow up if I eat this. But you can't say no. Like you have to make them one like you and feel like, you know, hey, I hear food's awesome and delicious, so now mm. you're just like stuffing your face to the point Whoa. where you're gonna be so uncomfortable when you go home. But <laughs> yeah, and just to come find out, she fucking can't stand you. Right. 
Well, it's like the the first time I went to Guadalajara to visit your family. You, oh, and God. And you, you told me. You're I like, every you. family place we go to, you're going to get served food, and you're going you're gonna to drink, and you're going to eat at every single place. So, like, in one day, I don't know, we visited one aunt here and one aunt there and an uncle, whatever. And every place they serve you food. So yeah. it's like, you know, again, those are just traditions of, of a Mexican family. I'm sure that's a tradition of most, you know, um, ethnicities or whatever. But, yeah, that's exactly that. Yeah. You don't want to make a brat, bad impression. You don't want to hurt their feelings. So I will eat, mm-hmm. even though, like, I'm dying. Which I do want to go on the record that I'm going to go with that one. That <laughs> All my life I've just been making people happy, and that's why I'm fat. So I just want to make people happy, and that's why I eat everything. <laughs> Everyone's so happy. It's like, Can that's you nice. Tell? So you went out on your own and got that. Yeah, but I was making McDonald's guy happy. Like he was happy to give that to me. Piss off the drive-through people, yeah, dude. Right. So I ordered an extra box. Of when they asked, like, is that all you want? I'm like, no. I'll, let me add the Sunday then. Is that it? Well, no. Uh, what? What do you want from me? Oh my god. Oh god. No. Uh, all right. Number eight, and I think. I think even if you're not a people pleaser, but it's one of your love languages, you can probably relate to this. Number eight, you need praise to feel good. Jesus Lord. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's like I already mentioned it. That's that is my exist. It's like air and water and food for me. I need. It's your fuel. It, yeah. Well, it is my. And I don't think. Thing. It, I don't. Again, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I feel like. Everyone needs to hear some some words of encouragement, motivation, yeah. and just a reminder that, hey, you know, you're awesome. You're doing great. But when it becomes your everything and yeah. now you're just waiting on that next, you know, word of encouragement and you're and you can't do anything unless you receive that, then that's when it becomes very unhealthy, obviously, right? Yeah. So it says while well, praise and kind words can make anyone feel good. People pleasers depend on validation. If your self-worth rests entirely on what others think about you, you'll only feel good when others shower you with compliments. I struggled with this a lot when we, um, I was in, um, in a ministry that was all women and there was a lot of older women. And I was like, a freaking just like a puppet show i (laughs) was just doing everything and anything i was mimicking them i was just trying to gain their approval because they were older women and i was like okay i need to i need to sound like them i need to be like them i need to be just as gifted as them um and i was i remember one time going and one of them said something to me that was like kind of it was it was negative it was like a negative uh comment and it just, I did not want to go back. Like, it was like weeks where I was like, I just don't want to go back there. I, you know, and I was really down, like thinking that I wasn't good enough to go and be a leader, you know, to some of these women. Obviously, I felt because I was younger, I was dumb. Um, and I it was just really struggled with that. So it wasn't until probably later on, um, you know, a few weeks after I received a compliment and it just ignited me all over again, you know? And then I was like, all of a sudden it was confident again and I felt great. But then I started to notice that pattern that if I didn't receive a compliment or like, you know, like a, a, a word of praise, then I just, I must not be doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously I need to work on 
work hard in order to to be seen and people to see how much I'm really worth, you mm-hmm. know? So that's something I really, and I think even till this day, I kind of struggle with that. I am working through that more as I go through like healing and, and whatnot. But I think it's something I have to be very intentional with myself for like, hey, just because someone doesn't say something or notice you doesn't mean that you're not worth you know what what you know you're worth you know it doesn't mean that you're not you're not doing something great or amazing it just means that people might just not have an opinion on it you yeah. know i mean and i think that was that was a big thing for just in general at least for us with um with church because like we said you know when we're in our last or whatever the episode for our deconversion we were talking about how you know we kind of ate all that up we were like sponges to that yeah. where they were just like oh you guys are so gifted and you know uh, people really like listen when you speak and this and that and you know whatever we just yeah. and me especially like I said I, I'm someone that ever since I was a kid like you know for everything like I needed to be the smartest in the class like I needed to get the best grades if someone got a percentage better than me oh my gosh heaven forbid <laughs> or whatever like from those assemblies for the awards I needed to get more awards than everyone or whatever yeah. um, and then it led into being an adult requiring the same thing so then yeah like going into church it was just like oh my god this is a place where the praises come in like crazy and then if you get like the lead pastor to say something to you oh lord like I'm just yeah. I'm well, walking on clouds know, here you know like, it's kind of interesting because I thought I thought it was just something a behavior that I I developed while we were in church and that, you know, once we left, I kind of, you know, it it kind of stopped, but I actually started joining this other, um, this other group and it's also a group of women. There's, there's some men in there, but, um, mostly women. And I kind of, I saw myself falling back into the same type of behavior Mm -hmm. where it's like, no one said anything when I made that comment, no one acknowledged like, you know, that was a really smart I'm like, sounding damn, comment. Dude, I thought that was anything? freaking great. And you, you have no opinion on it? Like, well, what the hell? I guess it wasn't that great. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so I saw that, that I was kind of repeating the same thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. So it had nothing to do with my environment. It was me. <laughs> it was me. Like, that's just a personality trait that I, that I, yeah. that I carry, you know, where, I never saw myself as like a person, the love language, what is it, like words of affirmation? Yeah, words of affirmation. um, I never saw myself as someone with that, you know, with that that type of love language, but more, the older I get, the more that I see like, hmm, maybe maybe I do search for that praise. Maybe I do search for that validation, (laughs) you know? And I mean, and now we're literally creating a whole society that is oh, dependent yeah. on that with likes. Like, how many likes did you get on that post? Which now your likes, you know, you monetize it, and that's how you make money on yeah. TikTok. So it's just like, oh yeah, it's now creating, he has a whole other yeah, that's a whole other work. meaning. Like, I not only do I need the praise, but I also can make money from this. So yeah, I need you to like this. Now you're My, it, on yeah, it reminds me of the Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah where they need the likes. Yeah. All right. So the mm. next one, number nine. We only got two more guys. Um, you got uh, you go to great lengths to avoid conflict. It's one thing to not want to start conflict, but avoiding conflict at all costs means that you'll struggle to stand up for the things and the people you really believe in. Hmm. What did you say earlier to um, me this morning that I was spineless? <laughs> Stupid. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, she literally did say that, but it was a completely no. different 
it was a joke in a different context so altogether. So we were doing Kundalini, <laughs> and the girl was wearing all white, and she was like, "Oh, you you might be wondering why I'm wearing all white." And white is like representation of you know the the most highest uh, light and energy that we carry. And I was wearing all black, and Derek just kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> like whatever." That you know, I was like, "I guess I'm just some dark witch or whatever." <laughs> and um, and then he was like, "Well, I'm I'm wearing neutral colors," and I made the comment, "I'm like, that means you're just spineless." <laughs> <laughs> but she said it. I knew where it was coming from. That was like it had been waiting to come out. No, just picking her time. Um, not at all. But not yeah. at all. And again, God, I can... God, people are going to think I'm just right? the worst. <laughs> I paint I paint a good picture. I'm an artist. <laughs> um, yeah, like definitely. I'm, you know, in a way, you know, even without my wife saying that, like that's kind of how I look at myself where I can feel sometimes in situations where it was like, damn, that was pretty spineless. Like, why didn't you say... I'm literally that guy where <laughs> like something will happen and then like as I'm driving home, I'm like, whoa, that's what I should have said. Oh, <laughs> man, I would have said that. That would have been so good. I should have thought of that right then and there. But it's like, I... Again, it's just because I feel like I'm a people pleaser. Like, I avoid the conflict because I don't want to disagree with them. I don't want to tell yeah. them they're wrong. I don't want to tell them that I... And that's just not me and I think something different or I can't or say no to them. Like... I just avoid the conflict. It it is in, in most situations. I really do. But you know, it, it's it's just funny because I, I I don't know. Like the more more I read into just the the mind and and the psychology and uh, of people, everything that we do is a form of manipulation. Because yes, you might be avoiding conflict, but also. What you're trying to do is, again, like I said, sell a version of yourself that really isn't real and isn't true. And I'm not saying, like, this is what you're doing. But I feel like people that just go around, you know, being the the one that everyone likes, mm. it, it's it's kind of, it's, it's a little manipulative, right? Because oh, yeah. I think at that point, then what you're doing is you're trying to to present this this other side of you or this version of you that really isn't true. <laughs> and when people, you know, when you finally gain people's trust and they come to you, they're, they come to find out that, wait a minute, that's not even the person that I, I thought I knew, you know? And now, now this person's upset because I, I, I want to walk away. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. and but it's because you've never shown the true genuine side of yourself and the true genuine side of yourself will sometimes be presented with conflict, you know, because... Because every human we, is. Like, no yeah. one... You can't agree, be agreeable with every agree. single thing. I think what people... And it's something that I'm working on within myself is that I don't have to necessarily agree with you to, you know, to have a friendship or just to be an acquaintance or, or just to have a a... a respectful conversation you know we don't have to agree we can just you know i know it's like an old saying but agree to disagree like mm -hmm. it's okay but i think nowadays and it's getting worse because of social media because we're exposed to what every what everyone thinks and says you if someone goes against what you're saying or thinking it's like oh my god they're you're taking it so personal like now it's a personal attack on me mm -hmm. you know and people pleasers or even empaths like they are going to want to kind of adjust themselves to now you know 
being just being showing themselves that I'm I'm good with everything. I'm cool, cool with everyone. And now, like I said, now you're just spineless. Now you don't really stand for anything, yeah. you know, because you're just too busy worried about what everybody else is thinking, you know? Yeah, like you said about, like, just putting on this, like, fake kind of thing. Like, oh, I yeah. agree with this and I agree with that. It's like, when you explain it now, I realize, like, dang, I think my whole life I've been running for president. Like, it's just, <laughs> I want to please everyone and I agree with you and I hear you and I and hear you, you too. And you are very liked by a lot of people. You always have been. I remember when we worked, you know, when we worked together and when we first met, everyone liked you. Everyone was just like, oh Which, my god! All the managers liked you. Like they were just always like, he's so freaking great. He's so awesome. But then it got to a point where, like, when you and I really started to get to know each other, I'm like, that is not Derek. Like that guy, no. Like I was like, I'm good, huh? I but just make them you know, think this. you sold me on marriage. Yeah. I don't know. And honestly, like I, the <laughs> like you were saying with people, like with friends, like the ones that you do want to be friends with, and the one at least you know in my experience. We're the ones that you uh, that disagreed with me. Like I have one friend, and Jess knows who he is too. Where it was like, no matter what, because she would get into freaking arguments with him too. But it almost seemed like everything that he would say, he would just like, no, no. Well, if you think of it like this, and blah blah, blah and it's just like, dang, can't you just ever agree on anything? Why do you have to fight me on everything? But I, you know, all the conversations we had, and I've known him for years now. Like it's just great because it's like I already know, like. I put something it's like I already know this guy's gonna comment on it and sure enough there's his comment like well you're wrong because of this this and this but it's like those are the conversations but we're we're friends we're and we care about each other but it's like we don't agree and that's what probably makes us friends so like I, I value his opinion on it that's what keeps the world turning yes because if everyone because, agrees it's just yes. I don't know it, it just I don't think we like understand how important it is for people to be different and have different opinions and have different thoughts because if not, everybody would be doing the same thing the same way. And, you know, it, it would just be horrible. It would be awful. It would be boring, yeah, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Um, number 10. You don't admit when your feelings are hurt. So let me read you the example. You can't form authentic relationships with people unless you're willing to speak up sometimes and say that your feelings are hurt. Denying that you're angry, sad, embarrassed, or disappointed, even when you're emotionally wounded, keeps a relationship superficial. So we just went through a particular situation where this very much applies. Um, we were friends with a couple, pretty close friends, I would say. Um, and there was a couple of incidents that happened, um, more than a couple actually, um, where we felt, you know, we felt a little hurt, we felt a little wounded. Um, and we had communicated to them that we were kind of feeling a certain way about it. And, you know, we, we had, you here and there kind of expressed our feelings, but it was always the way we explained it was almost like it wasn't a really big deal. Um, but deep down inside there was, you know, there was some pain and some hurt and, um, and, and that turned into resentment, mm -hmm. you know? And so we eventually ended the the friendship you know we're just like hey I, I just don't think it's really working out um but a couple of weeks after that all kind of went down and all that unfolded i realized something about about myself and and us as a couple friend uh or friends really 
we we had some responsibility in that because we could have been 100% completely honest about how we felt from the, the, the first incident, you know? Um, but I think we were really scared of either losing the friendship or not giving them like an opportunity to, you know, to maybe show something different. Um, and we really denied how we felt, you know, we, we denied that it was a big deal. Um, you know, from the first incident, we denied ourselves from really truly expressing who we really, um, expressing and showing who we really were or are. And the relationship little by little became very like superficial, very surface. Um, not saying that we didn't have connections with these people, but I don't think we were ever really, I mean, uh, for me, I don't think I was ever really truly myself because I was always scared that I was too needy. I'm being too needy. I'm asking too much of these people. I'm, you know, I, I need too much of this friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was really denying myself a true, genuine connection with them. You know, do I feel like maybe things could have been different? I don't know. Maybe they could have. Maybe I, I really would have expressed myself what I really wanted from this friendship. Maybe things would have been different. Maybe not. I don't know. But I, I had to take a moment and say, hey, I am just as responsible for what happened as much as they are because we should have spoken up more yeah. we should have said hey um why you know why are why weren't we invited or why were we told last minute you know yeah. <laughs> like um so i feel like sometimes we don't want to ask too much of people um maybe because we're afraid that maybe we're afraid of what we're gonna hear or maybe we're afraid that we're gonna get like the wrong response but I think the worst thing that you can do is not ever speak up and say how you really feel because you're really denying yourself of the opportunity to possibly have a better outcome than to now where there was so much resentment, you know, between that friendship that we had to completely step away. Yeah. And it sucks because, you know, things could have been differently maybe. Um, if we would have just been 100% honest and who cares if people think we're fucking needy, who cares if people think we're too fucking much, you know, that's, yeah. that's not our problem. You that's know, that's who we are. That's who and, we are. Yeah. And you know, when we think about it, it's not like we like in that specific situation. It's like, are we being needy when we feel like, you know, hurt by something like, no, yeah. that's just how like we we're being feel. excluded. And... and honestly, everything you said like that is probably, um, you know, if you don't take anything away from <laughs> anything or any, if you don't take anything else away from this episode or whatever, uh, maybe that's the point where, you know, the, that's the most healthiest version of yourself that you can be when it comes to relationships, because no matter what, like if there's a, a relationship that ends bad, if it's a friendship or you're someone you're, you know, seeing or dating, whatever, both, no matter how you look at it, both sides have a responsibility of how things played out. Mm -hmm. Now, you may ask yourself, like, no, like, I did everything that. Like, she was a bitch. Like, she did this, this, and this. Or he was an asshole. And he treated me like this, this, and this. Okay, that, yeah, he has his responsibility. He, he needs to be accountable for that or she needs to be accountable for that. But then you, for allowing that person, you're like, yeah, I did them for months and yes. every time. But it was like, okay, you have to be accountable. Like, you allowed that person to treat you like that. Now, if they did it on the first date 
And I'm like, yeah, I ain't putting up with that shit. I just didn't call him back or didn't call her back. If that's how she is, then if she showed that's how the person, then I don't want to be with someone like that. But if you're now like on like, yeah, two years later, and now they're just going to be like this, like these old two years, that's how they were, then that's on you. Like, why did you allow someone to continuously treat you bad? So, you know, being like taking accountability, and we've, we've talked about that before, people just... And they'll do anything and everything to, like, not be held accountable for their actions. And that includes not doing something. Like Jess said, we could have spoken up the first time, maybe even the second time, where we felt offended or hurt or left out or whatever, and been like, hey, this is how we feel, and given them the, you know, chance to explain. Instead, we just kept it inside because we were like, well, we don't want to, like you know, hurt their feelings or we don't want to seem like we're needy or we don't want to whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and a lot of the times, like Jess will ask me like, before she sends a text to someone or like, Hey, do you think this is like wrong? Or do you think this is bad? It's like, even if it is, that's what you feel. And you got to just express what you feel. And it's up to people if they're going to continue to want to be friends with you or hold a relationship with you. Like, but by not being genuine, you're not, it's almost like you're, you're downplaying them. You're not giving them the chance yeah. to see who the real you is. So, um, yeah, I think that's super important, but it's a, a very healthy way to have relationships. Yeah, you know? and I think not um, not having that communication keeps you into in the victim mentality for as long as oh, you yeah. can, you know. And so, as long as you're you're the victim, then somebody else is the villain, yeah. right? Like somebody else is the bad person. And you know, I was having a conversation with a friend. We, you know, we're mutual friends with this uh, with this particular couple, and and I and I just explained to her. I said, the more that I look at it. I can't be 100% upset with just, you know, them. I, I'm taking full responsibility also mm-hmm. because I, it, that really, us being in that friendship for as long as we were really said something about us where we didn't value ourselves enough to say, hey, I, I don't like the way that, you know, that we're being treated or, or, or dismissed, you know, we were willing to to put up with you know and that's not right like that's not right and that says something about our character that says something about us because now we see that you know we don't we don't we're not worth uh, enough to have a healthy and and growing friendship with these people and communication just it, hmm. it, it just we just completely ignored it you know communication is key in in every, every single relationship if it's with your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend or a friend or a co-worker or your children like if there's no communication how is that person ever going to know they're just and, yeah and I, I bring it up too like even on a you know at the job i used to have where i dealt with the customers you know customer service or i did customer service and dealt with people all the time mostly over the phone and stuff and I remember um, my boss like saying sometimes when like pe- people would call and they're like, "There's no other way to put it. You're an asshole. I don't know. You just you are an asshole. You don't know how to talk to people. You talk down on people." And of course, me being like a people pleaser, I'm like, "Oh yes, 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 yes." And then I would get off a, off a, a phone conversation, and he would just be like, "Good, you know, you have good customer service, but sometimes it's okay. As your boss, I'm giving you permission." call these motherfuckers out tell them you don't speak to me like that or you need to calm down or whatever the case and then the way he explained it to me made so much sense because he was like what if they don't know they're assholes now we just save them we save some other customer service rep whenever they call and want to talk about their bill they'll think twice like remember when you got called out that one time like maybe i shouldn't be like that maybe it isn't right for me to talk to people like that like if you never tell someone hey 
you're a dick or you're an asshole. Like, stop doing that. Maybe they'll never know. Like, and especially if it's <laughs> someone your friend, like, you care about them. Like, it, hey, you got to take the chance. You got to roll the dice. If it's going to mess up your friendship, so be it. But at least you went out trying to help them. But, like, maybe they don't know that's how they are. Maybe they think they're perfectly fine. Like, oh, yeah, we can treat people like that. Like, no one cares about that. Like, everyone's fine. Everyone thinks like me, right? And it's like, no, not everyone thinks like you. Right. Some people get offended when you do this or you say this or you talk like this or you don't say this or you don't do this. Like, so you have to put that. Like, anytime you feel like you want to hold back, really think about it. Like, maybe I'm going to help this person. Now, just don't be mean with it. Like, go around calling everyone. So well, I'm just going to tell them. But Can I Can I just kind of rephrase that really yeah. quick? Um I think what, you know, about, I mean, I don't know, I guess tell me if I'm wrong, but I think what you're trying to say is that you only have responsibility, you're only responsible for yourself, right? Like, so how you feel, how someone is, what they're saying, how it's making you feel. The only responsibility you carry is to let that person know, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is how, you know, your actions made me feel. Mm -hmm. Now... You, the only responsibility you have is, is to communicate that to the other person. Yeah. How they respond to it is completely out of your control, right? So you have the responsibility to, if you really want to continue that, that friendship or relationship, whatever, whatever it is, if you want to continue that, then you have the responsibility to let them know how you feel, how they respond Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with you, nothing to do with you. So... That's, I think that's what, you know, I guess the point that we're trying to make is that the only thing that you have to do is communicate clearly, not, not, don't beat around the bush, you know, like, well, because that's what we did. That's what we did in the beginning of this friendship. We, we beat around the bush and we really didn't say, Hey, that really hurt my feelings. Like that was really messed up, you know? And, and we just kind of like, you know, like, well, yeah, we kind of heard, you know, around the freaking that this is this and that was happening and and we didn't hear so we just kind of assumed that we weren't you know just invited and so it it just really made it seem like we really weren't that affected by it and you know so to them it wasn't really a big deal to us but deep down inside we were really hurt so communicate clearly don't beat around the bush say how you really feel without be unapologetically yourself just express yourself say what you really think how they respond now the ball's on their court mm-hmm. they can respond however however they want you know there was another particular situation where you know we communicated with you know the these two individuals that their humor was a little little too hard on us you know too heavy for us and you know and i said this is what i said I'm not asking you to change. I'm not telling you that you need to change. I'm just letting you know how that makes me feel and giving you the opportunity to, you know, let me know what you think. You know, if that's something that you're not going to change, that's okay. You have every right to, to be how you are and you don't have to explain yourself to me. But I'm just letting you know that this is probably not going to work out. Yeah. Um, and let's just be adults about it. You know, I think it's just... When you grow up and you mature, it's like, dude, just just be adults about it. it yeah. It's okay. You don't have to be friends with everyone. We can be cool and civil. If we run into each other, hey, how's it going? Cool. But I don't have to, I'm not obligated to invite you into my home if you're going to continue that behavior. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, everyone kind of, if you are an adult about it, just you begin to realize, like, I don't, 
I have time to like, and they, for the, for the example that you use, those two people that you're talking about, like they, you would say that to us. Like we don't really mess with people, like things that are just are a waste of our energy. Like if it ain't us, then it ain't us. We're not going to mm-hmm. try and make it us. And that's fine. Like that's actually a good way to live. Um, and that's all we did to that extent too. Like, you yeah. know, this is how we feel. And like that, again, like you said, the only responsibility you have is to express how you feel. However, they're going to respond is however. And then you have the only responsibility you have at that point is to decide, okay, am I going to continue this or not continue this? But yeah. you did it by expressing yourself. So, yeah, it's it takes a lot of work. And I think everyone, like we said, can be a people pleaser at times, some more than others. But it's just a matter of, like, everything else, like balancing those times of, you know, using your yeses and, and knows wisely or being okay with, like, someone else is being mad or upset like yeah. it's not your responsibility to fix them like it's it's a lot you know and i just kind of like one final little point that i i want to share with you guys is that you know you don't have to go from being a, a people pleaser to now go to the complete opposite side of the spectrum where you're just an asshole and you don't care what people think you don't yeah. you know where you're just a, you're just completely inconsiderate <laughs> you know not, that's not what i'm saying like you said there has to be a balance you know um just because you're a good listener doesn't make you a good, you know, doesn't make you a people pleaser. You're just like someone that likes to listen, you know? You're just because you're someone that sets boundaries doesn't mean that you're an asshole, you know? Yeah. So find that balance within yourself. Um, recognize moments that you're being challenged and moments where you're putting yourself out for really no reason, you know? So, yeah, I think it just comes down to having self-awareness, um, having you know being uh, emotionally mature yeah. to know that hey emotionally mature that's good that's for yeah. me first time we said it this but this episode but god that's a it's a yeah, big just thing. be emotionally <laughs> mature to communicate say what you feel don't be you know if you're afraid of what people are gonna think you know what people have opinions either way like yeah. i said you know um we don't have to know every single detail that people think but we do have to have enough self-awareness or yeah. awareness of other people to see like hey maybe the situation isn't for me you know and there's nothing wrong with that so if you're afraid get a dog right am i right huh. um <laughs> what the hell is that <laughs> if you're afraid go to church <laughs> wow okay. um so yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and start closing it out. Um, be on the lookout for our next Would You Rather question that's going to be on our Don't be afraid there. to answer, yeah. y'all. Send it takes like answer. one minute. Come on, answer. Come Give on. us something to talk about. Jeez. Um, so you anyways, please us? Yeah, please us by answering <laughs> our question. God. Um, so anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Again, another this long one. one. Yeah, but I, I think this is kind of where our episodes lengthwise are going to be. So yeah, we thought we sorry, can do it. Guys. We just have a lot to say once you get going. I hope it's not too much. You know, if it is, then like listen in segments, okay? You know, there's <laughs> multiple times you're sorry, on. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, just, you know, split it up or something. But um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode. Uh, we will give you guys another Would You Rather question coming up and another episode next week. So hope you guys have a great day and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.